Ah, the joys of modern dating. You're getting ready for that first date. You've lied a little on your resume, or perhaps you were foolish and told the truth. For whatever reason, she's interested in you, he's interested in you. You've had a little witty banner. You laughed. You cried. Or whatever you did. Maybe you're there for the hookup. You're looking for love forever. But you eventually got to meet this person. And all you know is that there's no second chance for a first impression. Or maybe it's not that simple. Maybe it's something else. But dating deception, love or lie. What do we look for? What do we need to know when we're meeting people for the first time? And this is also good information in the business world when you're meeting people for interviews, meeting your first time meeting of other people trying to sell a product. There are some universal things that apply to dating and are very common in dating that will apply to these other situations that first time you meet somebody. So dating deception, when we got that important meeting, maybe future love, that's what we're going to talk about right here on Gray Man, Hiding in Plain Sight. Whatever your goals, whatever your intention, maybe you're nervous, maybe you're excited, maybe you've already had three dates tonight, who knows. Whatever's going on, there's a chance to reinvent yourself, meet a new person, make a friend, or something else. But there's things we need to look for, and one of the most common ones, and I've talked about this before, is smiling, and knowing the difference between a real and a fake smile. Because when you're getting a lot of fake smiles, that's a big red flag. Now maybe you get one or two fake smiles, that just tells you whatever you just did probably is a no-go zone for this person. Which, in some of my more colorful sense of humor, I find quite often. But the biggest saying is when people's eyes light up, they say, but their eyes don't really light up. What happens is with a real smile, you'll see movement in the eyes and the eye muscles, and you can look this up online to see a fake versus real smile. You'll actually, maybe you've never done it before, be a little disappointed in realizing that even some of your close friends have fake smiled and laughed at you quite a bit for jokes you've told that they thought were stupid. But that's a big thing. It's okay if they do it every once in a while. It's actually helpful. It's helpful to know that that's probably not the area you should be discussing or things you should be saying, or at least you realize that she doesn't like that. That's a no-go for you. But if it's happening a lot, that's a huge problem. Another thing is when people are talking. It's very common to gesture to some degree. Some people talk with their hands way too much, and if you put handcuffs on, you actually are positive they couldn't speak, whereas some people just do it mildly in normal conversation, especially when dating and people are opening up and being more social interacting with people. Two things to look for. One, if you see them recognize somebody and they speak to them or somebody approaches them and talks to them, notice if there's change with how much they kind of over-enunciate their words with the uses of their hands to gesture as speaking compared to what they're doing to you. doesn't mean a whole lot if you see a difference, especially if they're doing more. They're familiar with that person. They might be a little nervous with you. But if that person is sitting there, talks to you, even if they use short sentences or do complete normal sentences and talk normally, but they don't gesture a lot. They have their hands down between the table and underneath and hidden. It's a pretty big sign that there's something they're holding back. Now, again, could just be nervousness, but it's something to pay attention to. And when you get on a conversation and you see them light up and they want to participate in that conversation and talk more, get them interacting in that part of the conversation, then see if they switch using gestures. And if they do, then it just tells you either they were nervous or not understanding what was going on. But even if you know that's a big passion of theirs and you've already talked about it previously, but now you've met in person, there's something wrong there and it's something you need to pay attention to. The other thing is looking for physical barriers. This was big in interrogations. One of the problems with interrogation is using a table is it creates a physical barrier to communication. But Sometimes it's needed and sometimes it's planned for. But what you want to look for is barriers between you and your date. So let's say we've gotten through the meal because there's a lot of barriers between you and them. You got the plate, you got the side dishes and the glasses, all kinds of physical barriers on that table. 
now they come and they take all that stuff away. Then what happens? Well, it's completely open area. And if they start leaning forward on the table and reaching their hands across like they're trying to grab your hands but not necessarily meaning to, that's a good positive sign. But a really bad sign and one you need to realize means not only is the date over but so is this possible opportunity is when they do something like move an object between the two of you. So a woman commonly will do things like lay a purse there. Some people will lay a phone and watch where people lay their phones. When people take their phones on dates or use them in normal meetings or conversations, even hanging out with friends, they tend to put them on the table, but just to their left or their right, typically with the hand they would normally hold it with. But when they move it and slide it in front between the two of you, and it doesn't have to be 50-50, it could be right in front of them, but it's between the two of you, they're creating a barrier, and that's a huge red flag to look out for. So you want to make sure you understand there's a barrier there. They don't want you coming any closer, and that date is over. Another thing you need to look for, and I've talked about this before, but it's very important in these types of situations. This is very good for meetings and interviews. When you're watching these individuals, take notice of their feet and their placement of their knees when they're talking. Where are they pointed? One thing to take note of when you go into a building, as you should anywhere else, but especially when you're having a date, is understanding where the exits and doors are, not just the ones you came in, but any other exit or exit sign area that might be in visual shot of where that other person is sitting. And do you notice that they're looking that way a lot or their knees are pointed that way, or especially their feet? And hey, just excuse yourself and go to the bathroom and find out. But that's something to take notice of because that's an example of I don't want to be in this conversation. I've talked about this before with talking to people at bars or just people in regular meeting conversation using their lower body that you can't see in an effort to show that they want to get out of that conversation. That's something to look for. Also pay attention to a lot of the questions I've talked about with the questions, especially people repeating them verbatim and how those are used. That's an important red flag to pay attention to. Now, I'm not one to say that deception is acceptable, although I realize it is a normal and sometimes subtle practice and sometimes subconscious. But do realize to some degree you have to accept going into these situations how much bullshit you're willing to put up with. You know, they've done studies about people coming out of college and over-embellishing their experience and credentials on resumes. Guys in the military do it all the time. I even caught guys doing it. it used to work for me. Threw them under the bus. And people just seem to do that, and it seems to be an accepted practice to the point that there's many people who don't really give a shit about a resume. They want to see it but they put very little credence in it because they don't know what's really true or not because so many people are doing it to the point that during these studies and investigations to find out why people do it, a lot of people, even the ones that are very remorseful about things, very open, very in touch with their emotions, really didn't care that they had done it because their justification was everybody's doing it. That's the norm. If you don't do it, then you don't have a chance. Thinking that those lies are what got them the job. That is to say, and you damn well know if you've done internet dating, there's a certain amount of embellishment or bullshit there, and you have to decide how much of that for you would you consider normal dating practice that you're willing to allow and discover more about a person and realize some things are interpreted differently to see exactly what you would expect and accept from that other individual as well as yourself. That's not necessarily a reason for you to go modifying your behavior, but it is to understand what the reality and truth is there. Because like I've said, In my own experience, just being more open and honest about who I am and my background has made that harder in some situations. And when I didn't do it and it was discovered, it made it harder or it made me a liar in that situation or people used it against me. And I know everybody's experienced this to some point, but I'm at the point now where I just don't give a shit anymore. It's like, what do I do? And I understand the frustration. But these are some key points to look for in things that do matter when you meet people. 
look for those common signs of interest, you know, looking for the woman playing with her hair, flipping it over her ear, looking for people leaning in when the environment doesn't dictate they need to in order to hear you. People that are maintaining eye contact with you. People that are using hand gestures when they're speaking with you. Ones that get noticeably excited or smiling when they listen to you talk about a subject that you damn well know they don't know anything about. Or when they make those light little touches and physical contacts with both people will do to find out if they want to be closer to you and realize most of all that if you're dating with other genders and it's man and woman there that they communicate differently, think of things differently. And there's things that women do. I don't know them all, but I've learned some that they do not as a test, but a way to find out what you really want and to make sure they want to move forward that guys see and go, Oh, you absolutely don't want anything to do with me. And that often gets misunderstood because we don't share that information with each other. We keep it as a trade secret which is probably a bad idea.